the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Religious freedom advocates are crying foul over Democrats' plans to take up the so-called Equality Act today. Missouri's Vicki Hartzler says the legislation which would prohibit all forms of discrimination against LGBTQ individuals is an assault on individual freedoms. A vote for this bill is a vote against parents. It's a vote against women. It's a vote against doctors. It's a vote against educators. It's a vote against children. Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls it a banner vote for the country. Our history has always been been a point of expanding freedom and reducing discrimination. If it passes the House as expected, the measure is unlikely to be brought up in the Senate. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting Missouri expected to join Alabama and several other states today in moving to severely restrict abortion. Missouri's Republican-led House expected today to pass a sweeping bill that would ban abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Well, not the best weekend forecast for us here. Today will be, <laughs> I hate to say, the nicest day because <laughs> it only goes downhill from here. Uh, from the Eagle Wellness Studios, looks like this. Showers, thunderstorms today with a high near 65. Storms likely tonight. We'll see storms likely on your Saturday with a high only near 50. Storms Saturday night, rain and breezy conditions. Quite blustery on Sunday with a high only near 47. Stick around. Like It Matters Radio is live next year on Wellness 1570. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape, when all of a sudden, their dog Hershey escaped, and rather than stand there flat on his feet, he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin plumber, and he's a true legend. 952-933-8888. Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths, too. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be covering a simple topic. It just doesn't matter. You know, ladies and gentlemen, what we focus on is the direction we move. You know, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we are looking and we look in the direction we are moving. And so today we're going to talk about the the key to life is our focus. Uh, and I'm going to suggest it really does not matter what happens to us in life. Now, I know some of you like are so freaked out by that uh, statement. Maybe I should give a trigger warning because, boy, we live in a country full of victims, right? We go to 23andMe to find out what our DNA is. Why? So we can find out what percentage of a victim we are. We're so wrapped up in being a victim. The whole privilege movement is I don't have what they have. I'm a victim. I didn't get to go to the school that they went to. I'm a victim. I didn't have this that they had. I'm a victim. They got more money than I have. I'm a victim. Life ain't no fair. I'm a victim. And see, it really does not matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we respond to it. What matters is the narrative. And today we're going to go in depth because I'm suggesting that, but I want to prove my point. I'm not here to be your buddy, not here to be your friend. This is not a popularity contest. You don't pay me to be on the radio. I actually pay to be on the radio. And I want you to know, I teach people how they work. I never say something just to say it. I'm not a shock jock. I'm not Howard Stern. I'm not Tony Robbins. Uh, I actually teach people how they work. Uh, my, my, uh, uh, background, uh, my, um, things I like to study and work with transactional analysis, cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm a master practitioner of neuro linguistic programming. Uh, emotional intelligence is one of my specialties. Um, um, logotherapy. And when you put all that stuff together and then you understand the biology and the physiology of how we work and why we work the way we do, this is what I'm telling you. I want to give you back power. That's the key, power. See, in, in NLP, in Neuro Linguistic Program, there's something called the grieving process. The grieving process. And so you have two people. Let's say both were married for 60 years. Uh, both have been with their partner forever. Uh, they met him when they were young. They've been together for 60 years. And now they both lose a spouse. One spouse cannot even think about the other person. Uh, anytime they think about their lost spouse, they break down, they cry, they, they go cathartic, they, uh, they lose it. And so people uh, hide pictures, they don't bring up the spouse, they don't even say it, they stay away, they avoid it at all costs. That's scenario A. Now scenario B is the same foundation. Again, people have been married for 60 years, lost a spouse, now they're alone, and yet that spouse, every time they think of their lost spouse, ah, the memories. They got pictures of them all over. And when someone comes over to visit, they pull out a picture. Oh, I remember this. That was when we were 23 years old. And ah, uh, he was the love of my life. I remember early on, I didn't know if I was going to be with him because he didn't deserve me. But man, after being same scenario, both long-term relations, both the only love of their life, both. And yet one person can't even talk about the other person. And the other person can't talk enough about the other person. Don't you see? It, it, it really doesn't matter what happens to us. What matters is how is it codified? How is it stored? That's the key. 
Look up Jackie Robinson. Do you realize Jackie Robinson, the first black player uh, in, in Major League Baseball? Think about this. What he was called, spit upon, called names, done all kinds of bad stuff, treated like lower than dirt by so many people. And yet why Jackie Robinson was the first black player in Major League Baseball was because he could control. He had power. He knew, uh, they knew that he could control his tongue. They knew that he was going to be called all kinds of names. And yet, he would have to hold his tongue and remember who he was. Remember that he was a child of God. Remember uh, the impact that he was having. And yet, many people couldn't handle that. You know, I'm in the life-changing business. There's a group of people we work with in Chicago called Parents for Peace and Justice. And uh, we'll be up there actually next week and have a little uh, social function with them. Uh, and uh, this is a group of people in Chicago that uh, have parents uh, who have lost uh, a child uh, in the violence there in Chicago, and it's really bad. And so this woman went through my training three months ago. Her name is Michelle Cummings. I share this with her permission. And she wrote me this letter May 5th. She said, hi, Mr. Black. And she went through my training, I think, in March. So she said, we had our annual mother's retreat this weekend with Parents of Peace and Justice up in Michigan. It was a great two-day event, which was nice. I went last year, but really had an amazing time this year. The entire weekend, I studied the mothers in the group. It was very hard for me to relate to them when it came to their pain. I don't feel what they feel anymore. I didn't talk about Eric's death at all. And by the way, Eric's her son. I didn't talk about Eric's death at all. Only the beautiful memories I have of my boy. That pain I had in my heart isn't there anymore. All I see and feel is the beauty around me. I noticed a lot of mothers spoke with such anger and hatred that I had to just tune them out. I was once a mother like that, but as you know, it changed for me when I met you March 14th. I just want to see who was ready for Mr. Black, by the way. I spoke with all the mothers. I wanted them to understand that your class isn't for play. It's the real deal. They must walk into it with an open mind. This one mother, I had never met her before. She came over and said, you didn't shed one tear. And he spoke with a lot of knowledge. I said, I carry my son in my heart. And that's where he will remain for the rest of my life. Not that I've forgotten Eric. He's on my mind every day, but just in a different way. She said, I don't understand. I said, hopefully one day you will. A lot of the moms there said they don't want a new norm. They want to stay where they're at. One mom, her son was killed 10 years ago. and She said she hasn't made any progress in 10 years. I said, are you happy like that? She said, not really but it's who I am. I said, no, it's who you have allowed yourself to become. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman for the last two years needed medication to go to sleep. She was on disability because she couldn't function because she was mentally messed up. She came into my class, a shattered woman, slouched over, couldn't make eye She's a beautiful woman of color. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Beautiful woman of color. But when she came in my classroom, she was downtrodden. She was beaten down. She was helpless. She was hopeless. And she had so much pain. She cried daily, every day for the last couple of years, needed medication to sleep. And what I did in that 48 hours is I gave her back her power. I taught her that there is no justice for Eric. Now, all these people want to find justice. There is no justice. You lost a child. Even if that person's convicted and gets killed and goes to prison, is a death penalty, there is no justice because Eric is gone. Justice does not come on this side of eternity. It comes on the other side of eternity. And what I had to help her do is reframe. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment, the power of framing. I want people to have their power. That there are 63 known chemicals the body releases, and we control how those chemicals are released. That the unconscious mind runs the ship. If you're going to make any lasting change, you must do it the way the unconscious brain works. And I teach people how the unconscious brain works. I teach them the power of the words. I teach them the power of the frames. I teach them how physiologically their mind creates experience. And when we know how we work, when we know how we create experience, then we have the power back. We got to quit looking for other people to give us our power back. The government's not going to give you the power back. Uh, your spouse isn't going to give you the power back. Your family life's not going to give you the power back. Your church is not going to give you the power back. You know what? The power is internal. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. 
And so in the next segment, we're going to go through what that power looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. And then uh, in the segment three, we're going to have a, a guest join us, a, a man who made some terrible mistakes, who wound up in some of the deadliest prisons in Colorado, who uh, really uh, destroyed his life. But he chose to use that as a beginning point to start again. He chose to take his trauma, his drama, his pain, and reframe it to where he could use it for his good and for other people's good as well. So, I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm almost at $10,000 in four years. I've never traveled anywhere. They made this sound that this would be a really good deal, that I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I know all the tricks because I'm embarrassed to say I once worked in the timeshare industry. We've saved suffering timeshare owners millions in debt and maintenance fees. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back Permanently. I honestly would recommend that you call Wesley Financial. They will help you. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free information kit. If they can't get you out of your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Call 800-220-5757. 800-220-5757. That's 800-220-5757. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm talking about it just doesn't matter. And you might be saying, Black, what does it refer to? What it refers to is it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. And I'm not saying there's not trauma, there's not drama, there's not, not a lot of unfair things that happen. I'm not saying that life isn't hard. All those are true statements. I'm saying this, that we cannot change the past. We cannot change the past. All we can do is frame it in a way that allows us to be more resourceful, uh, more useful, if you will, for those that we get to serve and for those that we get to lead. That's the key. It doesn't matter what happens in our life. What matters is how do we frame it? How do we, what is the narrative? How do we explain it to ourselves? That is the key. That's why I teach all the different disciplines like transactional analysis. Transactional analysis is a study of communication. 
And really what it says is there's a stimulus and response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is our mind is six times faster than we can talk. So as soon as someone says something or does something, we automatically go to our past. We go to something we saw, we go to something we heard, or we go to something we experienced, and then we respond to that. I have this letter from uh, August 7th, 2009, 10 years ago. It said, hello, Mr. Black. Sorry it's taking me so long to respond. How am I? The first day back to reality, I got knocked down pretty hard. I got back up and dusted myself off and keep moving forward. That class was an amazing eye-opener for me. I realize how much I put up with all my life up until now. Thank you for giving me the tools and the power to let deep horror go. You are so right. People don't listen. Most of the time, they don't see you either. A few months ago, I thought I had given up on life. I even voiced it out loud. Die. I wanted to die. Something inside of me was fighting for me. It was me. It was me just wanting love. Mirrors are such a hard object to look into. I saw a woman I did not recognize when I was by myself. Always smiling, laughing, having a great time giving to anyone that needed anything. Ask anyone. They will tell you I am the greatest person. But on the inside, I was miserable. I was dying. Up until now. I used to take Valium for panic attacks, and I haven't taken any since the Wednesday before Leadership Awakened, before I went to your class and met you. I wanted to leave that place. Hotels always made me sick. That recycled smoke smell always brought back horrible feelings deep in my gut. But I stayed. My car was right out front. I just had to get in it. I ran long enough. Up until now, I'm tired of running. I couldn't run anymore, and I knew it. Damaged good, I'd always told myself. I was nothing more than damaged goods. I always kept my pain to myself, although I was hurting those around me by not letting it go. But Friday, or was it really Saturday morning, it all blended together, it clicked for me. A calm I had never felt before. I could never, as long as I can remember, like being touched. It made my skin crawl, and I can't explain it anymore because it's gone. All I know is that I could fake it for short periods of time as in the past, then I would freak out at home. However, I'm new now. I'm different. I finally made up my mind that I have had enough of being a victim. I'm 47 years old, and I was going to die not having truly loved. I'm strong. I will never forget the feeling of projecting my whole being out loud. I told my story, though everyone else was cheering me on and couldn't hear me. I could hear my heart speaking to me, and what a rush to finally hear myself. I still cry, but when I smile, I feel it in my soul. So one day at a time, I am grateful for that one day, and I am excited uh, in having the opportunity to share it with the people I love, including myself. The biggest gift I received two weeks ago in Leadership Awakening was myself. See, I've been doing this 27 years. Go to likeitmatters.net, and you can read about it. I give people back their power. And see, pain is this interesting. Pain is something we all experience. And one of the keys to life is what do you do with your pain? You're going to experience pain. It's part of the human experience. So there's a lot of pain that's necessary. You read the Bible. You know, when we sinned in the Garden of Eden, uh, when man chose to follow Satan instead of God, uh, God put a curse on us. Uh, there's going to be pain in childbirth. There's going to be pain in men toiling the soil. There's going to be pain because the earth is in turmoil. And so we're all going to experience pain. It's kind of like, you know, two truths in life. We're all going to die and we're all going to pay taxes, right? And so John MacArthur, one of my favorite pastors, he has this quote on pain, which is so critical. He says, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and, and bear only the pain of your family, and then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you could recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and your capacity. See, this is where we need to get in the control. This is the power. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals are based on three things. Number one, what you're thinking about. You control what you're thinking about. If you don't like what you're thinking about, get involved. 
The good book talks over and over and over. Romans 12, you know, transform your thinking. Do not conform to the ways of this world. We're told in Corinthians, I believe it is, to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. We're told to only focus on those things that are good and pure. We're told to repent. If you don't know what the word repent means, go back to the Hebrew. It means to change your mind, to think differently. See, the battle is in the mind. That's where our power is. There's the stimulus. There's a response. And there's a gap in between those. And what happens in the gap dictate what happens in your life. See, we can't change the past, ladies and gentlemen. I would love to go back in time and change the past. I have made a lot of mistakes. Anybody else out there know what I'm talking about? I've made a lot of mistakes. I have done things that I am not proud of. I have hurt people I never should have hurt. I've done things I never should have done. I've committed sins of omission and sins of commission. I My past is not pretty. I've committed adultery. I've sought divorce from women that love me. I've done things I'm not proud of. So I'm not this angel. And I would love to go back in time and fix some things if I could, but I can't and neither can you. But let me tell you where our power is. Our power is in this place called the now. It's in the now. In the corporate world, you call it Six Sigma, you call it Lean Sigma, you call it Lean Manufacturing. It's taking a process and making it better. And that's what we're called to do. I call it being under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's the key. That's the key. We cannot change the past. But we have this place called the now moment. And the now moment, when we do something different, when we think differently, when we act differently, when we breathe differently, when we stand differently, when we do those things different, then our outcome is different. And so in the now moment, when we do something different, then this moment is different than the last moment. And the next moment is different than this moment. And we call that change. But we live in a world that is so wrapped up in the past. The good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Again, I keep wanting you to hear this. And I, keep, I know you're hearing it, but I need you to listen to it. Why did God put the eyes in the front of our face? Listen carefully. Because we move in the direction of our focus. And we focus in the direction of our movement. Don't you hear it? We're supposed to be forward focusing. There are 60 million Americans struggling with depression, PTSD. There's so many people that are helpless and hopeless. Yesterday on the radio, if you didn't listen to the show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. Brad Bonner Jr., the comedian, a man like myself who struggled with depression most of his life. And we talk about what we, uh, how to deal with that. And so, so many people are wrapped up in their past. I mean, the whole Kavanaugh hearing, what did you, what happened, what did you do 37 years ago? You know, 200 years ago, people that look like some of you out there were treated poorly. So now you need to think that the world's against you and you need reparations. You know, 5,000 or 2,000 years ago, things happened in the Middle East and today they're still battling about them. And yet if you go back to the past, you look in the Bible, there's only one country ever established in the Bible. That's Israel. And I study the Quran, my Muslim brothers and sisters. There are 94 ayats uh, that talk about Isa al-Masir, Jesus the Messiah. And you know, in the Bible, there's hundreds of references to Jerusalem as the city of David, as the city of peace, as Salem, as the new Jerusalem where we'll spend eternity. That's the Jews' land. If you go to the Quran, the holy book of Islam, do you know how many times Jerusalem is mentioned in their holy book? Zero. Zero. See, we get wrapped up and we want to be told what to think. We get wrapped up in watching MSNBC and CNN and we're, we're told to hate and we're told that uh, we got someone in the White House who's a spy and we're told all this stuff and then we hold on to those things and then some of you out there listening to CNN and MSNBC for hours a day and you wonder why you're so agitated. You wonder why you're fighting with your spouse. You wonder why the guy in the car who cut you off, uh, now you're chasing him down. You're wondering why you're always uh, fighting with the person at the grocery store who's not doing your baggage the right way or you go beat up somebody who has a red hat on that says make america great see nobody responds to reality what we respond to is our map of reality what we're holding on to and so if i could go back to that little me when i was a little kid and tell that little me one thing i would tell him be careful what you hold on to in your mind's eye that's the key 
Because, ladies and gentlemen, there is our power. We got to quit keeping our record of wrong. We got to keep uh, uh, stop keeping our pound of flesh because it is destroying us. Toxic thoughts, 75% to 95% of our illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. This is by Dr. Caroline Leaf. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average typical human being has 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. 30 to 60,000. And through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. If other people did to us what we allow in our heads, we'd never hang out with people like that. So today I'm talking about it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens to us. What matters is how we explain it to ourselves. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade, but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before, and they might not even know a stock from a rock, but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, and I am live in the Eagle Wellness Studios here in Egan, Minnesota. And you know why I'm here? Is because today, uh, after I'm done with this show, I'm be heading down to the Pastor's Appreciation Lunch that... Uh, AM 980 AM, the, the mission KKMS is putting on where every year, uh, they recognize the leadership of pastors and, uh, people who serve God, who serve people. Uh, and so we will be here for that. And uh, also on Saturday, tomorrow, 
I'll be going to graduation at St. Thomas Law School. Uh, one of my graduates, one of my good friends, uh, Evangeline Darwan, uh, is graduating. It's my wife's best friend. Congratulations, Evangeline, and uh, looking forward to uh, supporting you uh, in your great accomplishment. And, uh, you know, those of you that listen to my radio show on a regular basis, you know that we're uh, listened to all over the world. If you go to iHeartRadio, uh, you can, it's an app on your phone, app on your computer. Uh, you can go and search, uh, when you get to iHeartRadio, search for Wellness Radio 1570. It's because of our affiliation here with this station here in Minneapolis. If you go to and search Wellness Radio 1570, you can listen to us twice a day, uh, anywhere you are in the world, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 5 to 6 p.m. replayed Central Standard Time. Have a huge graduate base, uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Hello, Navaldo and team. Uh, they sent me a picture of a coffee cup uh, that they had when they get together, have coffee, and listen to Like It Matters Radio. We got Navaldo told me that uh, many of their people are listening to my radio show uh, and uh, the process learning uh, English. And uh, uh, I'm not sure if that's a fair thing or not because I feel bad for those guys. And so I got listeners I've heard from Russia, China. Uh, I've had people actually fly from China uh, 18 hours just to go to my training. Uh, and then fly back. Now, we are in uh, two terrestrial markets. Uh, we'd love to be in more, but we need some support. We need some sponsors, some donors. We need some angel investors. Uh, we'd love to be on in Dallas-Fort Worth. That'll cost us about hundred grand a year to, to be there. Uh, and in Chicago is, as well. And looking about eighty to 85000 a year on the station we want to be in. But right now, we're in beautiful Twin Cities in Minneapolis-St. Paul on AM 1570. And you can live stream with them Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Uh, and uh, we are also in the beautiful uh, city of St. Louis, Missouri. I love being a part of the community in St. Louis. Uh, you can listen on AM, uh, I think it's 1260, FM uh, 95.1, the St. Louis Gospel Station. Praise and worship. So, so honored. And today you got a special guest. Um, got a man like me who knows what it's like to, to screw up uh, and has had to learn to pick himself up dust himself off uh, and hit it again a man who uh, had to get broken down to be built back up you know so many of us uh, uh, need to uh, hit a low point uh, before we'll start changing things uh, and uh, you know you hear it all the time that addicts won't uh, won't get help until they hit rock bottom and you get some people that go to get help and they run away they they go fall right off the wagon and people say it's because uh, they didn't hit rock bottom. And people always go, what does rock bottom mean? Let me define rock bottom. When the pain is so great that you have no choice but to do something different. That's what rock bottom is. And for those of you who have never experienced rock bottom, I'm sorry. Uh, because it is really at the point where we're totally on our knees. When we totally have absolutely no way to change what's going on. Uh, that we really experience that pain to its fullest. And then we get to the point where we decide, you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do something different. So we want to welcome onto the radio uh, a man who wrote a great book. It's just now released, and he's going to share the contents of that book and how it came about to be. The title of the book is called Greed, Survival, Redemption, How Dying in Prison Saved My Life. You talk about rock bottom, I think that would qualify as rock bottom. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Mark Jackson. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, Scott, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, just so you know, Mark, yesterday I texted him saying, Mark, I'd love to join me on the radio. And Mark goes, I'm at the doctor. <laughs> and I yeah. go, well, all will be known in due time. So how are you feeling medically? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing a lot better, Scott. I had uh, uh, I was in Washington, D.C. last weekend, and uh, it seems as though every time I fly, since I've gotten out of prison, <laughs> I seem to catch something, and I think, you know, my immune system was a little compromised, but I'm okay. Awesome. I'm awesome. grateful to be here on the show. Thanks for asking how I'm doing. Oh, uh, you're very welcome, and uh, man, it got exciting. You know, you got your book out, and uh, you would email me, say, the book's out, the book's out. I remember that time when uh, yeah. my first book came out. It is neat. It is a good feeling to see something you've dreamt about. You were writing about it, and, and I didn't want to do too much of a lead-in uh, on your book because, you know, I got the thing off Amazon, but you know, that's part of your story. And I always think that a story right. is way better told by the person who lived the story than somebody outside the story. So, you know, that, that uh, sum summarization at the beginning there of Amazon, uh, like I said, I think it was just so much more powerful coming from the person who experienced it. So 
Tell me about uh, the book and how it came to about, please. Oh, sure. Well, first off, uh, I was a stock market trader for over 30 years, and I was extremely successful at it. But I let greed get the best of me. The more money I made, the more I wanted. And there was really no basis for that other than greed and the fact that uh, my self-worth evidently was being determined by my net worth. It seemed as though the more money I made, the better I felt about myself. So obviously there was a flaw there, but I never saw it. So uh, I wound up raising money from outside investors, promising high rates of return, which should have been a warning sign for people right there. And uh, when the financial crisis hit in 2007, 8, and 9, I couldn't make any money but I had obligations to lots of people for many millions of dollars. And so I started paying people as they asked for it out of the pot of money I had, not knowing if it was their money or not. So yep. this is, I turned my business into a Ponzi scheme. Yep. And uh, in May of 2010, I got sentenced to a 15-year prison term in the Colorado Department of Corrections. And um, when I went away to prison, I was very defiant. I didn't feel I did anything wrong. I was blaming everybody but myself. And I was just interested in having my lawyers get me out of there. And obviously that wasn't going to happen, but I was so skewed that I thought, yes, by me saying, get me out of here, they're going to get me out of here. Well, that didn't happen. Well, six weeks into my sentence, which is part of the title of my book, I contracted a flesh-eating disease called necrotizing fasciitis, and after I had to plead with the officers to get me to a doctor. I was feeling so sick. Once they did, they rushed me to a hospital. They took me to immediate surgery, and I woke up in a different hospital in a different town. I had died on the operating table, had to be resuscitated on a flight for life helicopter. And when I awoke, I was in Denver. Prior to that, I was in the mountains of Colorado in a prison. And this nurse said to me, she said that I was critically ill. She told me I was resuscitated. And she said, the way you're going to survive this is if you want to live, you may live. In other words, you have to have a deep down desire to continue your life or you're going to succumb to this illness. Well, at first I thought, Scott, why should I live? I'm forbidden. I was forbidden from going back into the stock market. Mm -hmm. I had a huge restitution to investors. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I'd be welcome back in my community. I didn't even know if my family would take me back. So my first, yeah, my first inclination was why not just give up and die and all that mess that I created will be somebody else's problem. But then I thought to myself that I, I said, I can't do that. I heard so many people, I've got to make this right. I can't die as a thief or a charlatan. I've got to come back to life and turn my life around and help other people. So I made a decision basically on my deathbed that if I were to survive, I was going to turn my life around that I wanted to survive. But I also thought, you know what, if I do die, I at least made the decision that I wanted to change my life. So I was kind of at peace. Well, I survived, obviously. It took me nine months to recover. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're here, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, you're here. And I started, yeah, and I started thinking, how am I going to turn this experience into a positive experience? And I decided I was going to embrace my prison sentence, not fear it, mm. not cower in my cell, because yep. I was in some pretty rough prisons, but embrace it. And make myself a better man, but also help my fellow inmates. And I wound up becoming a tutor, and I helped over 100 inmates get their GED, which surprisingly, at least at the time, gave me more satisfaction than any amount of money that I'd ever made in my life. So I thought, well, there must be something to giving back. And I just thrived in prison. I learned how to be a good inmate. Uh, I was well-respected on the prison yard. Um, and I thought, well, another thing I need to do is I need to write a book so that other people can learn from what happened to me. And so I wrote 90% of the book in prison. 
And I had to do it kind of surreptitiously because if I would have sent a bunch of papers back to my home in Denver, the officers would have opened it, read it probably, and tossed it. So I went ahead and I wrote like three to four pages at a time, stuck it in an envelope, mailed it off. So this process was a four or five year process, getting all this stuff out without being uh, caught and maybe... I don't know if anything would have happened to yeah. me, but they certainly would have thrown away my work. Yep. My sons typed it up. When I got out of prison, uh, I was fortunate enough to find someone to publish it, and it came to fruition about a month ago. Wow. And uh, I'm very, very proud of the work. I think if people read it, they'll get inspired. Uh, well, and I, and I want to ask I some questions. Yeah, I want to. We're getting ready to go to hard break, Mark. I want to kind of unpack yeah. some things that you had shared, but uh, we're getting ready to go to sure. three minute hard break, and then we'll be back. And Mark, I want to unpack what you said because what you said has so many incredible life lessons for those of us out there. Because we might not wind up in prison, but we will have an opportunity to make some lasting change. So I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. to fish and you feed them for a meal teach them to fish and you change their destiny at like it matters radio we teach you how you were made how you create experience and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction mental health crisis ptsd the soaring suicide rate political hate and animosity there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. May is Mental Health Month. Research has found that mental health screenings are a great tool to help identify symptoms of a mental health disorder. A screening only takes a few minutes and can be a helpful tool for starting a conversation with your doctor. Screenings may identify signs of depression, anxiety, PTSD, bipolar disorder, and more. This month's Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Stream online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com or tune in with our free mobile app. Step into Chet's Shoes this season for a variety of men's and women's work and recreational footwear. Our store features safety toes and regular toes as well as keen hiking boots and New Balance walking and running shoes. Think steel toe boots are too heavy? Check out our lightweight safety toe footwear. Don't let spring showers get in the way of work or play this season. Make sure your feet are protected with durable waterproof boots. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and shop ChetShoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about it doesn't matter. And what I mean by that, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we frame it? What do we do about it? How do we put it in such a way that allows us to be more resourceful for ourselves 
and for other people. Uh, and today, to help along with this conversation, there's no better one that could uh, fit into this conversation than Mr. Mark Jackson, who spent uh, years in prison of his own doing. Uh, he wrote a great book that was just released a few weeks ago called Greed, Survival, Redemption, How Dying in Prison Saved My Life. And we're blessed enough to have Mr. Mark Jackson with us. Again, Mark, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Thank you, Scott. Very much appreciated. Hey, you know, your your story just uh, is awe, uh, and I don't mean awful, but awesome. Uh, and not because, <laughs> you know, you didn't do some bad stuff. What, oh, we've all done bad stuff. I always tell people, you know, I think you and I have probably a little different beliefs, but I'm a man of God. And, and I always tell people that your sin is between you and God. I don't need to get in the middle of your sin, and please don't get in the middle of my sin. And so we've all fall short of the glory. We've all done things we're not proud of. Some of us got caught. Some of us did it, you know, so right. I, I always look at people and say, but there by the grace of God, there go I. But you had some yes. epiphanies in prison and uh, you hit rock bottom and two things that you said. And the reason I want to unpack this a little bit, because I always like, you know, the three things on my radio show, I like it to be inspiration, education, application. And anytime someone hits rock bottom and chooses to pick themselves up dust themselves off and hit it again. Uh, I think that is worthy for anybody else to hear because we all have traumas and dramas. We all get overwhelmed and sometimes we want to give up. Uh, And uh, quitters never win uh, and winners never quit. And uh, you were in a situation you didn't like and you changed it. So two things you did, and I want to kind of unpack this so that listeners can get what you did. They're capable of doing. They don't have to go to prison to do what you did. First of all, you said you reframed things. You know, I, I talk a lot about the frame. The frame... Uh, is the way in which a thing is put together. It's an established order to shape, to form. It's a way to control focus and discussion. Frames give meanings to words. So you said early on uh, you fought it. You were angry. You were bitter. And then you said at some point you chose to embrace it. What what caused you, do you think, to choose to, you know what, I'm here, ain't going to change anything, so now I need to, quote, reframe it. I need to embrace where I'm at instead of finding it. What, that was a conscious choice, or was that something you think you were forced to do? I mean, what do you think brought you to that point where you said, you know what, it's time to change my thinking? Well, I think surviving that flesh-eating disease in prison was the impetus for the change because... Mm-hmm. Uh, God or somebody had given me a second chance because I was not supposed to live. I mean, uh, I had to be resuscitated, and and it took me nine months to get back to where I was. But the fact that I was given a second chance, I just couldn't waste it. I decided I can't let this prison sentence be served in vain. I've got to do something about this, and I've got to do something positive. And I reached out to my family when I was out of the hospital, and through a lot of therapy and and talk, we're all back together. I have two grandkids. That's so great. Um, But, yeah, well, thank you. But I just thought, you know what? When I I made my decision to change, Scott, I thought I was going to do 15 years of hard time. I did not know that they were going to let me out after four years, seven months. Yep. So I'm thinking, well, if I've got 15 years to do, it's got to be positive, yep. and I just um, and and before was before I could really do what I wanted to help others. As I mentioned in our last uh, segment, I had to learn what it took to be a good inmate. I had to learn about yep. inmate respect. I had to learn about uh, how to act towards all kinds of people, like murderers and yep. rapists, and everyone in prison is the same. And I figured. I was in a new society. I had to adapt to that. Well, and, and let me let me let me stop or, you. Yeah, let me stop you there because yeah. that's what you're saying is so critical. I need to hit listeners to hear this. You realize the environment you're in wasn't going to change. I mean, you're going to be in prison right. 15. So what you realized is you were going to change your belief about the environment. I just want to make sure we unpack what you did. That's so huge because none of us need to go to prison to do that. We can choose that. Right. You know, I always talk about Emancipation Proclamation. You know, when Abraham Lincoln signed the, the, the order to free the slaves, there were many slaves that stayed slaves for years after that. Because even though they were technically freed, they were still in the mental prison. They were still in that prison in their mind. And boy, let's be honest. If other people did to us what we do in our heads, uh, we would never be around people like that. It is a prison for most people. So we don't have a lot of time. I I just want to make sure I repack that. And the second thing I want to tell you what you did that is so powerful that, again, that every single listener can do is you went from survival 
to significance. This is so big. I want to make sure you understand that there are three levels that we can live in in life. We can live in survival where we just, I'm a squirrel working to get my nut. That's what a lot of people live there. We can work and live in success, which is still about us and about how now we got our stuff and we can do our stuff the way we want. But the third level is significance. And why that matters is significance always requires other people. And what you did is you got your focus off of you. You went from survival because there are three R's to survival, resent, regret, and resist. You said, I was so bitter. I was so angry. I didn't deserve to be in prison. I didn't think I did enough. So you went from the three R's of survival, resentment, regret, and resist. And all three of those require a rear focus. So you're focused on your past. It's not fair. I didn't do this. A lot worse people than I did. I didn't really, you know, all that thinking, you know what it was. And then you switch that from a forward focus. You became hopeful. Hopeful requires a forward focus. Hope is a leader's greatest asset. What we peddle is hope. And hope means no matter how bad my life is right now, that tomorrow can be better. And I think that's really the big thing that you did. And now, because of what you went through, because of your mistakes, now you're out there helping other people. Tell people, what are you doing now? How are you out there speaking? Uh, I know you got engaged. We don't have a lot of time. I want to make sure you get a chance to plug yourself. Uh, What do you do? How are you out there speaking and reaching out to people to help them learn from your mistakes and your growth? Well, I I do some speaking. It's coming along. Um, My website, markjacksonspeaker.com, We'll give all the details, but I speak to groups about overcoming personal and professional adversity by using the tools I used in prison they can use in the free world yep. to overcome their own personal professional adversity. And I also talk about to businesses about the warning signs of white-collar crime. How can my listeners avoid a guy like me that comes to them <laughs> with an investment? Yeah. What should they watch out for? Because there's a lot... You know, it's funny. I I still enjoy the stock market, even though I'm not allowed to trade anymore. I still watch the CNBC and all of that. I read the Wall Street Journal. Every day you read about some scam. Every day people are getting scammed. And I have things to look out for that only a guy that committed those kind of crimes can share with people. And I'm making a big difference, I think, to when people hear these. Oh, so you are. Those are the things. Those are the things I'm doing. Yeah. Let me ask you: what's your what's your outcome? What's your goal? What? How do you know if you've been successful? You know, when you take your last breath, how will you know that you took some stuff you did that shouldn't have been done and you used it for good? I mean, what's your what's your measuring stick? How will you know uh, that you were successful in that endeavor with this book and with your speaking? I just think that the effect I have on people. I have actually physically apologized to some of my victims, which is an, was an incredible experience. I've been reaccepted into the Denver community. Awesome. Uh, I, I just, if I die tomorrow, I know that I've made a difference to the people that know me, to the people that have made, uh, heard me speak. I know in my heart that I turned my life around from a guy that was only all about himself at the expense of others to a guy that's all about other people, Amen. not necessarily at the expense of me, yep. but that I'm now a giver and yep. not a taker. Amen. And that's the big, big difference. That's huge. And his book uh, by Mark Jansen is called Greed, Survival, Redemption, How Dying in Prison Saved My Life. It's a great message. It's a great lessons for all of us to learn, no matter where we're at in life. And uh, I pray that you pick up the book. And Mark, I want to say one last thing to you. Yeah, it is God. God has his hand on you for whatever reason. He picked you. He said he's not done with you yet. So I hope at some point uh, you kind of seek that out to see. So who is that God that uh, saved me and turned me around so that I can help other people? Because I know uh, he's got his hand on you, brother. <laughs> So, thank you, man. I just want to say real quick: if people are interested in the book, they can go to Amazon and purchase it. They can go to BarnesandNoble dot com and get it. So it's available everywhere, and it's a great read. I skimmed through it; great read, great job, Mark. And thank you so much for joining us on the radio day. Hey, thank you for having me, Scott. I hope that helps some people out there today. I'm sure you have. God bless you, my friend. Bye bye. God bless you. Take care. Bye. 
You know, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you don't have to go to prison to do what Mark did. You know, you just learn how to reframe. You learn how to to take the past and make it make sense. You learn how to let go of your pound of flesh and your record of wrong. You learn how you work and how you're made. You learn that you might not be able to control your environment, but you can control how you respond to that environment. If you get a chance, Google epigenetics. Epigenetics, we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. So if you can't change your environment, change the frame you put around your environment. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, helping you to remember that when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, I'm Lee, along with Matt and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. In John chapter 3, There's a man named Nicodemus that comes to Jesus by night to ask him questions. Nicodemus was a pretty smart guy. He was even admired by a lot of people around him. He was a Pharisee who had so much knowledge of the scriptures at that time, but he missed one simple truth. You must be born again. Many people call us with issues that seem complicated regarding their roof or gutters. There may actually be a simple solution to the problem. We'd love the opportunity to come to your home, take a look at what's happening, and see if there isn't that simple solution. Just as Jesus answered Nicodemus's question with the famous verse, John 3.16, we hope to solve your problem with a straightforward solution. Call us today at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.